Welcome to the GameZilla Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host, Grimlock, and with me remotely, my co-hosts, my producers, Player One, Miggy, and Butterboy. How you doing? I'm all revved up and ready to go. I had a buttered steak and some sweet potato fries before recording the show, so my heart hurts, and I'm full of protein. I'm good. <laughs> man, man. Did you, did you hear... Guys, did you hear that the that the holiday pies are out at McDonald's? I I I, I heard about it somewhere. I'm like excited. Man, bringing the pre-show jokes in. One, that is my favorite McDonald's item of the year. So you know, I've already had like four of them, and they've only been out for two weeks. But uh, oh man, don't, don't sleep on them. Um, I, I had them like last year. Like um, like somebody brought me one at my job, and it was a dangerous thing. I went and got got the uh, got the chicken nuggies, and I got like two or three of those those pies. They were they were ridiculous. It's not I the season, them. not the season without mm. the nuggies and the pies. No, it's what's going not. on, Grim? How are you? Yeah, Grim, how's it going? I had some chicken nuggies yesterday, so but no pies, no pies. So oh, oh. I only had half the goodness. But anyways, uh, yeah, welcome guys, welcome to episode th- three forty one of the Games Little Podcast, your elite free DLC for all your gaming news, brought to you by our patrons. Yes. This show is made possible by the supporters that we have at patreon.com slash gamesillamedia. And you yourself can become one of those patrons and receive awesome perks all available uh, as low as just $1 per month. That is the entry level tier. And guess what? If you join at that $1 per month, you get the awesome show I posted last week, the ridiculous episode four, where uh, myself and our friend Bax did tier lists of animals. Uh, different animal categories making tier list. It was a good time. You need to go listen to it uh, and you can uh, have access to that for just $1 per month. But the real goodness comes in at the $5 exclusive content level. That's where you'll have one bonus show delivered to you from every show in the GameZilla Media Network. So if you can't get enough of your favorite GameZilla shows, you get more as a patron. And we appreciate your contribution oh so much. And possibly the best thing you could do is give someone the gift of GameZilla. Find a way to buy them patronage. Just figure it out. Mail them $5 and say, you got to give this to GameZilla or I'll hunt you down and break your legs. I don't know. Just figure out a way to make it happen. Patreon.com slash GameZilla Media. It's the perfect holiday gift. Wow. It might be possible to gift gift Patreon. I've never actually looked into that. Yeah, I got halfway through the idea of pushing it and realized I have no idea if you can. So I went with the mail the money, which is illegal, and then break legs, which is yeah. unsavory. Perfect. Um, I will say, though, we are live every week, every Monday night on Twitch.tv slash Media, And we record the show live, hang out with the people here. And we already have some great comments in chat. Uh, and I just wanted to read this one out. Coming from Johnny Riot. Butterboy. He's streaming with a Game Boy camera tonight. Yes, it's the only camera I own <laughs> because I don't want the government getting pictures of my face. So I only use a, uh, a Game Boy camera. Yeah. So I just wanted that. <laughs> I wanted that to be out there so that people come and watch the VOD and just see the greatness that is. Um, what, what are you like a point point three megapixel camera there or something like that? Point two, point two. It's a, uh, <laughs> it's the same camera that they issue in a Motorola Razor from two thousand and four. So, uh, pretty, pretty high class stuff I got here at the, 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 the Butter Mansion. The, the, butter the same, mansion. the same camera they shot Bigfoot with. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all about concealing my identity. I really don't want people knowing. Yeah. All right. So, um, if so, if you guys are watching uh, on Twitch, awesome. If you missed out on the live show, c- come hang out next Monday. Uh, well, not next Monday because I have an announcement to make. But come hang out normally on Monday night, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time on twitch.tv slash Media. You can also watch these VODs on YouTube. Uh, and you can check out all the content that we're making on GameslowMedia.com. So uh, that leads me into my next statement. We have the holidays coming up here and just you know, getting started here in just a couple days. So we wanted to say thanks, have, give, have one more show here and hang out with you before we take a couple weeks off so that we can enjoy some time with our families and kind of, ref, uh, you know, recharge our batteries and get ready for 2021. So we'll be taking the next two weeks off after this. Um, we have some things we want to work on with the show, um, you know, behind the scenes stuff that we're trying to tweak. And also, like I said, just take some time off and, and relax for a little bit. We've been, you know, going uh, nonstop all year long making sure we could get these shows out. So I want to give the guys a couple weeks. I want to give the team some time to just, uh, you know, work on some things and they don't have to worry about uh, recording the show seven days later and all that type of stuff. So we're going to, we're going to go ahead and take a, take a break. And uh, we hope that uh, everybody has a great holiday and stay safe, has fun. And then we'll see you in 2021 uh, when we return. So, but uh, for today we do have some news and um, let's let's get into it. Here's the news. We brought some news for you. This news is really bad, full of bugs. Just like I cyberpunk. Hate, I hate the little drummer voice so much. That is the worst. <laughs> it it was your song. turn, man. We were all supposed to do I'm one. I'm not going to participate. We were. We talked about this song. off screen. One. <laughs> Talk about it all you want. I might even acknowledge that you're talking about it. And maybe later I'll get in on the joke, but I'm not happening now. I'll get you, know you Mickey mean style. One, Mr. Grinch. Topic drummer num- boy is the worst. Topic number one. I'm so happy that Miggy went that way because I know how much Butterboy hates that song. So it instantly just warmed my heart knowing that Butterboy had to deal with that. Triggered. Triggered. Um, topic number one, Cyberpunk 2077 update. We have the update for all of you, okay? We are making sure that you are staying up on this, this most important situation going on right now, which is (laughs) basically the same as a nuclear meltdown, I would say. I could play it. Is that a Stadia controller? Then sure you can. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyways... Uh, let's just get it started. If you want a refund for your game, there's probably 20 different ways to get it. So um, let, let's just get, let's just dive into this. Uh, in the last week th- since we had our discussion about, uh-oh, this is a bad launch, it got much worse. And so more, more bugs, more issues, more angry people. Just multiply that by 100, by 1,000. That's what's happening here. Um, Sony has done something that uh, I was a little bit shocked of. They literally pulled the game from their digital store. You can no longer buy Cyberpunk on the PlayStation digital store. And they're offering refunds on top of that. So that is... um, 
That's bad. If you're CD Project Red, I'd say that's a, you know we're gonna do we're gonna do red flag, green flag. That's a red flag. Okay, not good, not good. But don't worry, you still have a chance. You still have a chance to recover here, CD Project Red. Uh, Microsoft. Okay, here we go. Let's get let's get let's get our first green flag in here. Microsoft offers refund, but leaves game up on digital store, and adds a warning message about bugs. Okay, my bad. That's a red flag, CD Projekt Red. You got two now. Um, yeah, so Microsoft's still going to let you buy the buggy-ass mess. They're going to warn you, so that way, hopefully, they don't have to give you a refund besides the people that are already refunding. And uh, they're just going to leave it up and hope that <laughs> CD Projekt Red figures it out here sooner than later. Uh, Best Buy. If you didn't get your refund from Best Buy, well, you're fucked now because it's time's up. Time's up. They only gave you until December 21st to get your refund, um, but they were giving out refunds too. The last time I could take a game that I opened and played and said I didn't, that it was just bad uh, and get a full refund from from a you know brick and mortar retailer, uh, not doesn't happen usually. It doesn't happen. So uh, yeah, that that happened. That's um, you know what that's called a red flag. Okay, uh, CD Projekt that's Red. Three. That's three red flags. Yeah, so that's far. thank you, thank yep, you. Yep. Yeah, good. We at least I have a developer on my team that can count. Um, C- CD Projekt Red says it will offer refunds out of its own pocket, even if you played the game. So if you went, they don't even care where you bought the game from. Just contact them, and they'll give you the money. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. Um, yeah, so confirmed live here on twitch.tv slash games on media by several people. Dork and the Ninja's Johnny Riot. Um, confirmed GameStop offering refunds. Listen, GameStop literally pickpockets you when you walk in the door and they're giving you money back. They're giving <laughs> you money back. They don't even have any. That's money. two <laughs> red flags, okay? That that's two red flags. You went into GameStop, CD Project Red, red flag. Uh, they're <laughs> GameStop's giving money back for your game. That's that's another red flag. You get two red flags for that. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, honestly, if you bought this game, almost anywhere is offering refunds at this point. And if for some reason you bought the game from like I don't know like Circuit City, which has been closed for 20 years or however long. And, uh, and you got, t- you got, you know, oh, I got it. You bought a copy from Circuit City off eBay thinking well, it was a ac- pre-order. Thinking, <laughs> thinking it was the real Circuit City. Uh, don't worry. CD Projekt Red will give you your money back. <laughs> I bought like, mine from Media Play. Like I'm at this point now where I bought the, I bought the Cyberpunk edition Xbox One X. I'm just curious. I have a digital copy, right? Who wants to give me 50 bucks? Like, I, I mean, mine was in a bundle. I'm not going to tell you that, but I have a digital copy. Someone, someone's just going to give me 50 bucks. I'm telling you right now. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know who it is. Someone's giving me 50 bucks because I have this, I have this digital copy of a game that's useless right now. <clears throat> radio Shack. Yeah, there we go. Merciless ain't coming through with the Radio Shack. Um, we have uh, our next, our next bullet point here. Um. This one, this one's to save some face, guys. We're going to save a little bit of face here. Uh, CD Projekt Red, save file corruption issue if the file exceeds 8 megabytes. 
Seems legit. Let me explain so, this like, to you. Wait, wait, wait. You're saying it breaks <laughs> if the save gets over eight megs? Facts, yes. So basically how what? the... Let me, let me explain to you how this works, okay? <laughs> From a technical standpoint is... This is what we would call an RPG that you would collect materials and you would craft, right? You would craft items. Well, what we're being told by several outlets to protect yourself is, don't worry, just craft less and pick up less items. That sounds fun. That's yeah, they're trying to make it. Yeah. In, in, in a game with, <laughs> that is, again, the idea of just hoarding as much as you can and building and all sorts of different types of weapons, just don't do it as much. And you should Ooh. be okay. Grim, because... I just have the best idea. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to get the speed run world record for unpatched cyberpunk playthrough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So what happens is if you save your game and it exceeds eight megabytes, it doesn't it doesn't corrupt at that point. Don't you worry. Your file will not corrupt. What yeah, it yeah. does instead is everything after eight megabytes, it starts to save over itself. So it starts to save over the critical files that are needed in order for your save file to work. So don't worry. It's really like playing Russian roulette. You never know what might happen the next time you craft an item. Just give it a try. Maybe you should still boots up. Maybe it doesn't. And you got to start a new guy with a bigger penis. I don't know. But don't <laughs> worry. You're going to be able to do it in Cyberpunk 2078 when it comes out in 2025. But How does that happen? I, how does that happen? How, <laughs> how does the game launch? And you can't even save the game. It's 2020. I think that, I, I, that'd be acceptable in 1979 when you didn't have any onboard storage <laughs> for your home computer. <laughs> Holy crap! Sounds... What? <laughs> How? It's like a that thing that happened in the Legend of Zelda, which had a battery <laughs> in the in a plastic cartridge. I kid you not. I read this article and I call. I said bullshit, and I went and found another article to to make sure that this wasn't complete or shit. And it was. I'm like, no, this is actually a real problem. How did this ever get past testing? How? You've had this game for seven years. Are you telling me not one single tester that you have on your team hasn't reached the eight megabyte save file and, and run into this problem? They just got to that one. Oh, that's weird. That probably won't happen again. And they just moved on with their lives instead of reporting the problem. And just, oh, whoa, ooh. I think that was like, it sounds like a rush job. I mean, obviously. A rush the, job? Is well, it when. Well, think think about it. When you a get blurry tree is a rush job, okay? When you get when you're getting pressure from from management saying the game's got to go out this day, this day, and you have a mountain, a mountain of bugs and defects <laughs> that you have to you have to take you have to prioritize. You got to prioritize what's a game breaking <laughs> bug. The functionality of saving your game prioritization. Um, you know what? Let's focus on the blurry trees, guys. The blurry no. trees. We'll figure out the save issue later. Don't worry. What's that? We're out of time. Ship it. it. Ship it. No, Grim, I know the problem. <laughs> I, I know exactly how this happened. The fine people at CD Project Red. 
knew that they had such a masterpiece on their hand. They knew there was no humanly possible way anyone could put the game down and stop playing it. So they assumed everyone was just going to play it in one solid playthrough. <laughs> they were going to sit down. It auto saves though. Hours later, they're it done with the game. <laughs> it auto saves. So even if that's the case, you're probably going to run into that problem unless you, like you said, straight straight through everyone's just gonna commit suicide because they're gonna all die from playing video games for 120 hours straight it's the cannonball run they're just going man so go ahead go ahead no no i was no no i was was gonna say i might i might have been jumping ahead of you but uh, i mean what gets me about this is that they said that they might fix this no yeah you're not getting ahead of me that's perfect 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 transition the 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 best part of of all of this is that is that cd project red has come out and made sure that their verbiage that their that their announcements have been top tier just making sure the fans have nothing to worry about just saying hey just play the game the way that we're telling you to play it don't play it the way you want to play it play it the way we tell you and we might fix the problem later. They're like a high school gym teacher. No, you need to follow the rules. This is not how you play kickball. You play kickball the way I said play kickball. <laughs> this reminds me of my art teacher in high school when I drew like I sh- shaded an apple and she was like, that is not how you shade an apple. I was like, it's my perspective versus your perspective. Like, this is mm-hmm. art. Like, what do you mean this isn't how I shade an apple? Like, I'm looking at it from a different angle than you are, so let me do my thing. Like, like, and then on top of it, go, eh, you know what? And, we, and I might give you a grade on this. I might. I don't know. I'll get around to it. Like, might? Why would that word ever be added into the announcement? And I'm not even kidding you. Like, go to Twitter and look at their announcements. It's not, I don't even, it's not even like somebody like, mm-hmm. like misinterpreted something or whatever. It's literally their post from their page that says, yeah, we might get to it. We might fix it. Might. What? You have to fix this. This is a problem. Like I could go to, to my wife's save file of Skyrim that she's played a bajillion times and show you why that should be fixed right now if your game is going to be one of these games that people just keep playing and keep diving deeper into and keep exploring the, the possibilities of god roll weapons and all sorts of different things. Like, like, are you legitimately telling, you're telling people right now, just don't pick up everything you see. And only play one game. Yeah. Like, you know, when, when you beat him, you want to yeah. play again. Just just hey, start a new file. Hey, you know the 800 dildos on the ground? Only pick up 700 of them, okay? Leave 100 behind. Oh. Which, by the way, I'm not even kidding you. Like, I'm not joking. The game was full of dildos. Like, this isn't a joke. They were everywhere. Those Polish people, they're wild. They were everywhere. <laughs> they were so it was so out of out of out of just proportion, disproportion that they actually are re- reducing the amount of dildos in the game. It, it's so that's the green. That's the green. Is they had one guy just programming dildos. Congratulations, CD Projekt Red got a green flag. Okay, we everything else was red marks. They got the green check here. Redu- reduction of dildos in game. Don't Dildo worry, guys. Reduction of dildos in, in, in Cyberpunk 2077 is here, and it will help render the world a little bit better. That's going to free up some memory. 
<laughs> Over on Twitch, Johnny Ryan comes and says, nah, that's a red flag for me. <laughs> Johnny knows what's good. <laughs> I was just trying to give him a bone, man. I was just trying to throw him a bone. Oh. Yeah, because they were moving some. Oh, my the, God. the might thing really throws me for a loop because because might you're you, I'm I'm with you it, <laughs> the word doesn't fit here when my mom my I know wife, why when my wife was like hey uh can you should probably do some laundry this week and I said I might do some laundry or I might just keep wearing filthy clothes because I work from home now it doesn't matter that like that's my choice that only affects me <laughs> and maybe her based on odor we might fix this <laughs> giant game we sold um millions of people. Or we might not. That's a big, dif- big yeah. difference in that the size of that might. Yeah. So I figured it out. They they use the word might because they're already expecting to declare bankruptcy. Like they're already expecting to fold. This company's we like, might, we might fix this. I don't know. We have seven days before our doors are closed, but we don't want to tell you that. So we just might do it. I don't know. But like it's weird. Their their whole their whole defense behind the 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 might we might fix it um, is because the way that they, they that they try to uh d- you know defend um the the limited storage capacity is saying well our games aren't meant to be played forever like your Grand Theft Autos like your uh like your uh, um um Dragonborn or not Dragon wow wow uh, Demon Souls yeah uh, Demon Souls I meant wow um you know they say you know our our games are meant to be to be played and to be enjoyed and to be set aside um if you want to play a new game if you want to play a new game don't play a new game plus no 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 start over again that's how our games are intended to be played. That's horseshit, though. The Witcher Three <laughs> has been played for hundred. Like, we don't have to look beyond button masher Caleb, a good friend of ours, to sit there and say, "Hey, you have four hundred hours put into this game. How many save? How many save states do you have? How many things have you crafted?" And like, get out of here. And also, exactly. also, if your game isn't meant to be d- done this way or whatever, build it into the game of lim- with, with limitations of actual inventory or whatever, instead of letting me pick everything up and then literally breaking the 100, 120 hours of gameplay I have put into this game by corrupting my save file. Like, the fact that you come through with this excuse, to me, is the most just sleazy snake... Sorry, Butterboy. It is the snakiest, just bullshit answer I have ever seen. As far it's as like, move. well, it's our game, move, our game doesn't. We don't play our games that way. That's why your save file corrupts. No, you are a shitty developer that developed this game half-assed and didn't even think about the fact that somebody in the first couple weeks that the game's been out was managed to corrupt their save file. We're not talking a year down the road that someone that's beat it 18 times on the same save file and and playing game plus mode or whatever the hell you're going to have their file corrupted. No, we're talking about some person that hasn't even finished the game yet. So get out of here. Ridiculous, man. And I'm just like, and then like what happens is you get that answer that we just talked about, this just asshole answer. And then you get them like, we will do everything in our power to fix this, right? You get the, you get these broad like promises that they keep throwing out there. Like, we know we fucked up. We're going to fix it. It's going to be great. We are the best and we're going to prove it to you. 
And then they go back in the other room and like everyone's looking at him like, why the fuck would you say that on the air? Like, that's not even, we're not doing that. We're going to sell ourselves to EA in a couple days for pennies on the dollar. That's what we're going to do because we want to get the fuck out of this burning building. I don't know, man. I don't know. But, but there's, <laughs> there is one small thing, one positive thing that I would like to say before we move into my last point about the Cyberpunk 2077 update. <sighs> Catastrophe update. Armageddon. Whatever we want to whatever we want to nickname this 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 thing. Um a new patch. Patch 1.05 has been released for PlayStation, Xbox, Stadia, and soon PC. Um so yes, the 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 patch there is a patch out. Um it uh, it addresses a laundry list of bugs is the title, and I can I've, I've gone through the cyberpunk actual feed here to look. I'd say it fixes about I don't know fifty quests. Uh, it improves the reaction times of NPCs taking cover. Thank God. Uh, it corrects the number of shots needed to kill civilians from a distance when you're in combat. That's that's all it does for gameplay. Uh, it's got some visual fix, you know. Okay, it's got some UI fixes. Performance, uh, it's, it does one thing. Uh, multiple stability improvements, including crash fixes. Okay. And, um, you know, there's some PC-specific and console-specific updates, too. You can, you can read all about this on cyberpunk.net uh, under their news, uh, Hotfix 105, 1.05. Does that I, website crash? I, so far, it hasn't. <laughs> so far, it hasn't for me, but... Um, I haven't seen anything in this uh, update here that fixes anything about the save file um, or or a lot of the major issues that people have been reporting. A lot of it's just like improved image sharpness um, with uh, chromatic uh, aberration and film grain on. Settings should no longer reset to default after several game session restarts. <laughs> <laughs> like you read some of these things and you're like, wait, what? Um, fixed visual issues occurring during the transition between the heist and Love Like Fire. Uh, corrected the look of several vehicles. Um, oh, this one's for Xbox only. Uh, when entering combat, um, well, Synaptic Accelerator is active. You no longer, it no longer ends in player health bar not being displayed anymore. <clears throat> Another Xbox. Game no longer becomes unresponsive when signing out from a profile when the controller disconnection message is visible. As in, you actually, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How, like, th th these are things like, how does that slip through testing? Um, let's see here. Uh, fixed an issue whereby it was possible to fall down the elevator shaft in Mega Building, uh, where you would be basically, if, unless you had a, a load, a load point, you were stuck. So they fixed that. Thank God. I, th I think I've, I, I'm now figuring out more of this. I figured out a lot tonight about CD Projekt Red. Uh, the quality and uh, assurance guy, probably just one guy. He's been working from home and he's probably just been chilling and watching Netflix. <laughs> what? And everyone develop everything and just calling his reports. Yeah, everything's working great. Everything's working great. And the game comes out and he was like, oh crap. I didn't do any work for the last like year. I've been working from home for the pandemic. <laughs> it just hit him. He's like, oh. Hope no one notices. Hope there's no bugs. Yeah, I mean, the good news is ray tracing reflection should no longer seem too bright in comparison oh. to the environment. 
Because that wouldn't be something you want to balance out before you ship your game. Yeah, um, not a problem for PlayStation 4 owners that aren't using ray tracing. Let me read this one because it's just amazing. Removed the memory underscore pool underscore budgets dot CSV file, which was not connected with the final version of the game and had no influence on it. In parentheses, it was a leftover file used during the development to estimate memory usage. It had no effect on how much memory was actually allocated. Perceived performance increase after editing the file may have been related to restarting the game. Just remove that file and don't even give me this exp- this bullshit explanation that you that of your garbage trash that you left behind in your game for for you for players to actually find and and try to like sidestep it. They're like, oh yeah, no, it definitely wasn't affecting anything, but we but we're gonna remove it. We're gonna remove it. <sighs> it's like the mechanic just left a wrench in your car. Hey, can you bring that back? I think I left all my wrenches in your car. No, nah, don't worry, it won't it won't affect it. Just drive it right back in. Let me get them suckers out of there. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you can you can read about the hotfix 1.05. It does not fix your save file corruption. Uh, it does not. It, there's a lot missing from this still, but it is an update that does solve some things that you may have run into, um, and possibly help it run a little bit better. Like I said, this is live on P. Uh, it is live on PC, Xbox, PlayStation, and I did see a uh, updated note saying that the Stadia um, patch was also sent out. So, but that leads me to my last point about Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven Armageddon update. Um, lawsuits are now being formed across the across the globe against CD Projekt Red. Not only do we see class action lawsuits starting in US, Poland and 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 many other places, but uh yes, indeed the investors themselves are considering a lawsuit against CD Projekt Red based on the fact of what they were promised and what they were told this product was going to be versus what was delivered. I I, I don't want to go back like one month or I think maybe it was in October we talked about this or whatever the last time they delayed this game. And I was like, you know, this really is starting to feel like No Man's Sky. It really is starting to feel like what we're being told is not what we're going to end up getting. And would I have ever guessed that it would have been a hundred times worse? No, I wouldn't have, but here we are. This game is literally like you you play it you can play the game, but every time you play it, you wonder if it'll be the last time that you'll be able to play that save file before you have to start the game over from scratch. Like, that is, that, that's, you can't, like, I can't play a game that way. I can't go and say, I'm going to sit down and invest eight hours of my night into this game, uh, stream it on, on Twitch, and, and have a good time and then have something like that happen. I just, I can't, you know, the sa- the fact that that chance is there and the chance is, it's not like a, a 1% chance. It's like, a, it's much larger than that. I'm just like, yeah, I'm not going to play this game. And so, I, I mean, these lawsuits, this is a no, this is kind of one of those no duh moments. Like you knew this was going to happen. You knew people were going to come after them. And now it really comes down to the fact of like, you're offering refunds. You're bleeding money. The founders of CD Projekt Red have lost over $1 billion in the stock market already. That's confirmed from Forbes now. So 
And now you have clash a- class action lawsuits being opened up against you in multiple different fashions. So, like, what is happening and what is and what are you going to do because coming out and saying we might fix this and then coming out and saying don't worry we love you guys we're going to get this right just give us time that doesn't that's not going to stop these people from coming after you and i just like are we literally about to see see project red just disappear in the sense of like i i think someone buys them you know like the ips are too valuable maybe not maybe not cyberpunk but the, you know, being able to uh, to obtain Witcher and things like that would be beneficial to many companies. Obviously, yeah, the joke has been Microsoft's buying everybody up. Why not get a deal on a CD Projekt Red and and just and you know bring them back from the dead? Because this is this is bad. We saw we have seen the struggles of Bioware after Anthem, and Bioware has a parent company to float them if they if that parent company so wishes and we've still watched the struggle and just downfall of a once beloved developer because they had andromeda before that they've struck out kind of twice in a row yeah no right exactly if they didn't have ea bioware would be done you're 100 percent right yeah and so for me see project red doesn't have that their investors are mad and about to sue them their founders have lost a billion dollars right now you are on like like I could call it a sinking ship, but the ship's already underwater. You're just on a buoy waiting for the sharks at this point. I don't know <laughs> what you're doing, but y- your your own development team is holding town town meetings, like town hall meetings to yell at you. And you've actually publicly come out and said, "Hey, we originally were going to pay everybody bonuses based off of what metacritic results were of the game." Um we're not going to do that anymore. We're just going to pay them their bonuses. So at least, at least that's good news. At least in, in this whole grand scheme, this whole just giant mess, you're still going to say, all right, you know what? We, you, you are owed this as a, as a developer, as an employee, we're going to give it to you. Good. Because pretty soon you're not going to be able to pay your bonuses if you don't get them out right now. But, but, are we about to see a buyout? Like, like, are we about to see someone come in and save CD Projekt Red, but but actually just add IPs to their to their collection? I think that would be. A, I honestly think that would be a good move for Microsoft. Get in while the uh, you know while there's a fire sale, um, scoop them up, um, and then let the management take over, and you know maybe lend them some resources. I don't know to uh, make the game uh, what it's supposed to be or make it functional. Um, Perhaps, I mean, make it, I don't know, an Xbox exclusive. I don't know if they can do that. But, um, I mean, Microsoft, I think Microsoft, this could work out for Microsoft um, helping with the recovery. I mean, at least, if anything, save the developers. Save the developers. Screw, screw the suits. But, um, yeah. yeah and that's what jo- you know, Johnny Riot in the chat here on Twitch is saying. Save the devs. Pitch the leadership. The leadership should be gone. And even if CG Project Red survives this, they should, they should, they should purge these people that made the poor, de- the poor decisions. And 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 rebuild, you know. However, the investors should play, you know, should help select. And honestly, I think I think the the dev teams, the the, the employees, the employees, the investors should come together, just kick kick the whole management out of the out of the damn door, and just and bring and then whatever, bring bring in a new team. Uh, and I if think- they get if they do get bought out, then then you know, 
written the same concept, just the new comp the new company that's paying that's paying the money is going to have the rights to do whatever they want to do. Mm-hmm. I I'd very much like to see. I I don't want to see CD Projekt Red completely go under. I don't want to see this game die broken. Uh, I I think a year from now. Uh, you know, this could be a fun game to play. This could be a whole game. It just might take a whole nother year of development. And that's a whole nother year of money. And that, that would come down to another company coming and buying them. I kind of think maybe Epic could be that company to come in and swoop and save and buy up these IPs with Epic. There's still opportunity for those games to be cross platform. All the, all the deals that are there would all, obviously still be easy enough for them to honor because the relationship Epic has with different platforms um, and obviously being a primarily a PC platform. I, I want good things to happen for this game, but I'm just worried if that ship sinks and everyone just looks and goes, this is nuclear. We're not touching it. And that's, that's the end of that. It, it's a shame. Yeah. No one, no one will let, I mean, I guess you, you could look at, um, you could look at some companies and what that they let them sink and then they went in and literally liquidated their IPs, right? To get, to get a hold of that Witcher IP. Or maybe someone does see some potential in, in Cyberpunk and wants the Cyberpunk IP. But the, the thing is here is, um, EA, Activision, Microsoft, whoever, whoever wants to step up and, and throw some money at them. You know, there's plenty of companies that have a surplus of money that they, they, they go and gamble, take a gamble on this, and then turn around in two, three years and say, yeah, it didn't pay off, and, and let it go. I, I, you know, whatever. But Microsoft, is they're geniuses at it. They, that, that's what they do. They buy up a company. They obtain, they obtain the assets that, are, that mean something to them, and then if the company doesn't pay off, they just dissolve the company, and they maintain the assets. That, that, that is like... Business 101 when it comes to Microsoft. I mean, we watched them do it with Mixer, for God's sakes. But um, my, my, my thing here is the devs, and I saw it in the chat too, the devs and the players are suffering right now. Mm-hmm. I feel so bad for these developers that have put seven, eight years into this project. Like you've put almost a decade into your up, like like you've put so much time into this. This has been your life, your career. Some of these people have only been in the industry for this is their project. They you know, and to like like you think about that, like, okay, I'm gonna go to another studio, be like, oh, what did you work on? Uh, um Cyberpunk. Like Cyberpunk is literally right now shaping up to be the next like I don't want to say it's ET, okay? Because ET literally almost failed the industry because the industry wasn't as broad as it is now. You know, Atari was the industry in a way. So, but it is in the same grand scheme of things. Like that level of epic failure. You have a game that has that received an amount of hype that we have not seen out of a video game like this like i'm sorry i have not seen this type of just sheer like trust sheer hype and trust all in everybody all in everybody just waiting for the day to hand their money over and be happy there was and that was it and that's why i was like looked i stepped back for a minute because i was one of those people and I step back from it and I go, this just is too weird. No, no, no other game, no other franchise has really done it this way. I mean, we've watched things from Marvel to Star Wars to you name it. 
cr you know, crash and burn. And some of them have rebuilt and, and, and you know, and rekindled and, and have recovered some of, and, and been bought out by Disney or whatever throughout, throughout this transition. But like, this was crazy to see and Butterboy nailed it on the spot. Like, why is there all of this trust around a company that has made one game that honestly, like, kind of blew up by accident they wasn't even expected witcher 1 and witcher 2 didn't do what what witcher 3 did witcher mm. 3 just exploded and it was just kind of the perfect just the perfect catalyst happened and so it, yeah witcher 3 was a good game so everyone goes cd project like when cd project red's stock value exploded and everybody was like uh it was one of the most valuable game companies in the world Butterboy and I were like, why? This is all, it's all fabricated. They haven't proven shit. And sure enough, here we are. I think not only because the game was good, but just looking at how they treated, how they handled it um, with like the, the, the DLC, like how, how much free DLC that they gave us before they, you know, decided to charge. And then even the quality of the DLC that came out after that, I think a lot of people were bought into that and, you know, like got hype. It's like, oh man, they're, they're pro consumer. They're wow. You know, it's a, it's a breath of fresh air when you look at companies like, you know, like, uh, like Ubisoft and like EA, whatever. I mean, it makes sense that people were charmed. Like, you yeah. know, like it's it's easy. Someone offers you something, you know, free that is something you like. I mean, it's the same reason that uh, monsters are able to steal children by offering them candy. Like, Man, you know what I mean? Me. Like, you get it's easy to charm someone with with dangling things in front of them. And I'm not accusing CD Projekt Red of anything malicious in the past with The Witcher, but clearly there were people that made very uh dishonest decisions around this game i'm just having a problem like you can make all the promises you want you can say all these things you want but like like you need to be public about who's being held accountable for this mm -hmm. because i mean we've talked we talked about it last week and we don't need to go f start circling around here so we'll wrap this up but but like you literally sent out your 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 test copies as pc only you didn't send out console versions of your of your pre-release, your your beta testers, your early access, you know, content influencers. You sent out PC copies. Why? Because you fucking knew. Mm -hmm. Don't act stupid about this. You they were there was plenty of people in that company that knew the dumpster fire that was about to happen. They knew it. Yep. And that's the part that, like, I just can't. I'm, I can't believe we're still sitting here and like listening to these these statements coming out from C Project Red. Like, don't worry, we got your back. We love our fans. We're gonna fix it. And it's like, first of all, honestly, I would rather hear from the devs, and I'd rather hear their truth, honest, just unhappiness right now. That would make me feel better. If the developers, of, you know, the actual employees came out, were allowed to come out and express why, their frustration that they just had in, in their, you know, in-house meetings and, and were able to sit there and say, we were working on this. We didn't believe it was ready. Uh, we were, there was, we got rushed. There was a lot of crunch time and, you know, we spent, I've spent, you know, my name's so-and-so I've spent seven years on this project. I spent five years on this project. Like that's the stuff I want to hear because those are the people that I believe have the actual passion to fix this game. If long as they're given the opportunity. 
These these management and social media people and all this crap that's just just these spin masters, man, just trying to be like, oh well, we just need to buy some time. We just need to buy some time. Let's just throw some words out there on some yellow paper with some circuitry boards in the background. Like your statements don't need to be pretty to me anymore. I don't care if they're on a pro a, a cyberpunk looking post-it note, okay? Because your game sucks. So everything that's affiliated with your game pisses me off. And, like, I'm just sick of this, like, well, just give it time, guys. Come February, we'll be okay. Will we? Do we even know this game is fixable? Hey, it's just two weeks to flatten the curve, Grim. It'll be fine. Just two weeks to flatten the curve, and we'll be back to work. <laughs> Life will be the way we know it. Yeah, Cyberpunk that will is, work by February. It'll that is what this feels like because we should yeah. have been playing Cyberpunk in fucking July or whatever, and now <laughs> April, April or whatever, and now here we are in December complaining about the fact that we don't know when you're actually going to be able to play the real version of Cyberpunk. Be, if that's a real, if that's an actual thing, <sighs> so frustrating. Nope. So it's crazy. Like, I mean, yeah, even like in the uh, in the town, they had a town hall that you were saying earlier, Grim, and they were throwing out like the developer, like livid. Yeah. And they were like throwing out these, like, the, these, these hardball questions. Like, you know, they were asking, like, you know, the, the, their, their manager and leadership, like, why did you lie? You know, the game clearly wasn't ready. And I'm sure that they told him it wasn't ready, but why did you lie? Say it was ready, say it was good to go, and it clearly wasn't ready. And like somebody else asked them, somebody else made a comment and said, you know, it's kind of ironic. Yeah that we're developing a game about a corrupt corporate money hungry corporation. And here we are. How do you guys feel about that? And like the, the, the higher they had, it was like an awkward silence. Like they had nothing to say. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Johnny riot you know? on Twitch said it perfectly. Why did you say the game was fully playable in January? Yep. Last you January, know? we were told the game is fully playable. Were they talking about this game, Cyberpunk 2077? Yeah. Or was it, you know, was it like... Maybe they were talking about Witcher 3. Was it like know. Snake on your on a Nokia phone? Yeah, it's totally playable. <laughs> Wait, are you talking about Cyberpunk? <laughs> what? And, you know, like, moving on, next question, you know. I can't believe... That, that, that is such a good point by Johnny Riot. I had actually forgotten about that statement that they made. They made that statement mm -hmm. that the game was fully playable and they just needed to polish and clean things up. They just needed more time just to, you know, you know, to to deliver the vision that they I remember this, to deliver the vision and the quality that is CG Project Red. That was the statement. That was the <laughs> statement. And then we got and then we got this. This is what we got. Like I don't know how anyone for I don't care if this game is playable in March. I don't know how you forgive a company and just move in and say, "Yeah, you know what? Cool. I'm, I'm we're good. I'm going to play the game now." Like I just I just don't get it. Like I really I'm I'm kind of done. It's sad to say this. I'm kind of good I'm kind of good with Cyberpunk. Like I'm just going to move on because by the time your game is ready, we'll ha I'll have a better idea of when I'm going to get 
uh, Horizon Forbidden West from a developer that I trust a thousand times more than you. I'll know what a better idea what's going on with God of War from Santa Monica Games, a, a developer I trust a million times more than you. I'll have other games already in my possession that I want to play from developers that, guess what? Yes, I trust more than you at this point. So I noticed he didn't mention Halo Infinite. and <laughs> I didn't because <laughs> that one, yeah, developers <laughs> I trust and games that I believe are going to exist one day. I need, I need to, I need to, you know, they're on, yeah, 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 yeah. Minusing them, um, <laughs> yeah, three, four, three, you, you just stay over there. You just stay away from me. <laughs> I'm already dealing with CD Projekt Red and Cyberpunk. I don't need another one. I don't I need another one. I got more time one. to lie, three, four, three, you already been lying to me once. I mean, I'm, I'm still interested in playing this. I really, I mean, and, and I think. Y'all, uh, y'all, y'all know I'm a softie. Y'all, y'all know I got a big heart, and I think yes, the company, like you know, they, they, the, the, <laughs> the suits, they screwed us over. You know, they lied to us and everything. But to think about the time, the crunch that the developers had to put in, the vision that you know that they had that they wanted to put in the game, the game that they wanted to create, and the more crunch that they're gonna have to put in, I mean. I think that's that's the point where I feel inclined to like play this game to make their work, uh, you know, mean something to see their vision through to the end. That, I mean, that's in this case. I mean, you know, I already have the game. I'm not I'm, I'm not, you know, sending it back, but I just wanted to see how it's supposed to be. So I'm going to wait, you know, until 2077 to at least get <laughs> another chance. Listen, listen, <laughs> I still own my original copy of No Man's Sky. I'm not saying to send. <laughs> I'm not telling you to send your game back. I'm not even telling you to get a refund. Just if you want to sit on it. I like I, I have my collector's edition No Man's Sky still. So like I get ship or did you just get the steel case. It was like the, <laughs> it, it was like the steel case, like one the fan fancy box one so anyways cyberpunk to me and and i've heard people say this and i I believe it was it was either super Lars or johnny maybe it was i think it was johnny riot said like you there is no like immersion there is no no feeling of being in the game right now due to the bugs right Mm mm-hmm and so, and so you just, you keep getting, like, you're supposed to fall into this world. You're supposed to fall into this character that you've built, and you're supposed to fall into this story, and you can't. Part of me, and, and like, and you, everyone could disagree with me, but part of me is, fix your game, make it more stable. I don't, I still don't know if you fall into this game. It's mm-hmm. been it's been labeled now. You look at No Man's Sky, and how many people do you know that sit there and laugh about No Man's Sky, not have a clue that it's a different game than it was from launch? Like, yep. you know that that's that's it's it's pers- perspective plays such a huge role, and uh, you know this is you're already painting a picture that no one wants to look at. The problem is, is that when I played this game and it didn't have bugs, I still wasn't sucked in. So I still, I have this little question, I have a question, like, in the back of my mind that says, yeah, this game's a fucking mess right now. But even if you, even if you fix it all, I think this game still may be kind of like, eh, okay. Like, to me, the, like, did none of you look at the world of Night City or whatever and be like, yeah, it's cool, but it feels real empty it Mm -hmm. feels like it's soulless it feels like it's missing everything when you could go back to an old game and get into and get into an environment and just 
like fall into it and love every aspect of it. Even even environments that had problems. I'm talking like the world building of Bungie and, De and, and, and the IP of Destiny. Like there were so many things that I would just like be fascinated about and explore even though the worlds were fragmented and, and literally literally uh, Activision was cutting them out to, to plan DL to sit there and sell you DLC of games of stuff that should have been in the original launch. I still was fascinated by it. Here I'm sitting here and I'm like, there's something about this game that feels off, and it's not just the fact that I've run into bugs. Like, sure, when my game crashes and, and, and shit completely fails, that's, yeah, that's a major problem, and I'm mad about it. But even the five hours that I played to that game where I wasn't having problems, I was sitting there, I'm like, it's cool, but it, but it, it just doesn't, it just doesn't feel right. It just isn't, it's not, something's not, triggering me the way I was expecting it to trigger me. And so it's really weird. The, the, yeah, and, and Johnny's saying it again. The personality and the NPCs seem just, they seem they seem robotic. They seem fake. They don't seem, like, I, I'm not creating a connection uh, to people the way I expected or caring about what I'm doing in the game enough mm -hmm. to actually make me feel like it matters. And I don't know if, um, you know, you know, they spent the last... So, so January, the game was fully playable. So they've spent almost a year adding, adding you know, 9 million dildos to the game, thinking that was going to add that, what, what I'm saying is missing, and it, it, just, it just didn't, unfortunately. And I have quite the dildo collection. In five hours, I collected a lot of dildos. I sold them all. With a lot to fill. I Dang sold. I sold. <laughs> I sold. I sold all of them because I don't even know. I'm like, why aren't like I literally? I think on stream I said it. I was like, why are there dildos everywhere in this game? Every billboard is sex. Every every item on the ground is. Oh, I need ammo. Oh, damn! It's another dildo. Oh, I need. <laughs> I need. I need some new clothes. Ah, oh, damn! It's a studded dildo. Oh, it's mega dildo three thousand. I thought it was a gun, but it turns out it was a dildo. Like Man, that is literally. I'm I'm sitting here I'm like why who thought this game. who thought this was what people wanted and who approved it and then like like and then literally a weekend you're like our bad we're gonna take out some of the dildos maybe all of them they're gonna swap the dildos out for people so like less dildos gonna add more npcs <sighs> yeah so and i've already heard the people that have managed to actually play the story like the main story and saying it's kind of short and it's kind of like basic you you know you really get the you know, meat and potatoes out of doing the side mission stuff, and so like for me it's like all right, but I'm scared to do the side missions because that's what breaks <laughs> the game, man. I do a side mission, I come back to the guy to do the next main mission, and he's gone. He's just gone, but his motorcycle's there, and he's talking to me, but he's not there. So I can't acknowledge what he's saying to me. I can't say, yes, let's start the mission. But I can hear him. It's like the most mindfuck in the world where I'm like, what is happening right now? Oh, don't worry. Just reboot your game. Just restart. Okay. Rides off on the motorcycle in the T-pose. How many times is that going to work before my save files just don't work anymore? Uh, once I exceed 8 megabytes. That's, what, that's right. I know that. I know the answer now. Thank God. <sighs> All right. I better stop. I better start. I better stop crafting dildos. That's what I better stop doing. I'll be in trouble. All right. Gotta feel Grimsoul. Cyberpunk 
2077 Armageddon update, guys. It is a absolute fire out there. CD Projekt Red is under is literally just getting getting destroyed in every direction. The every, I feel like every day we wake up, we have a new story of something new that's just unbelievable that it's even a problem. Uh, like the save file corruption that we just talked about today. It just it's just it's nonstop, and now the now the uh, class action lawsuits are happening. It's only a matter of time until we find out uh, what that means for CD Projekt Red as a, as a company, what it means for C- Cyberpunk as a game, and how this is all going to play out in the next I don't know six months. Because if you don't have your shit fixed in six months, you might as well just give up. You might as well file bankruptcy. Because my God, you're never bouncing back. <laughs> We didn't even talk about how they're blaming us, how they're blaming uh blaming us for uh for the situation that they're in, but we can get into that in the Discord. Games yeah, games. yeah, there you go. There's the great, great uh, lead there. You want to keep talking about Cyberpunk? Because I'm I'm honestly in disbelief of what's going on right now. Um join the Discord and come talk with us in the Games Little uh, Games Little Podcast channel uh about about Cyberpunk and about your experience with Cyberpunk. I know there are people out there that they they are claiming they're enjoying the game and I, and you know what if it's true good for you but you can't look at the majority and say they're all wrong you are you are the exception good for you you know maybe you have a $6000 PC and so you haven't run into as many issues just because of horsepower just just dragging your ass through uh the buggiest ass game to be released since since the likes of I don't even know. Name a game. I mean, I can't even, like ET. ET. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. We'll talk in the Discord, and uh, we can continue continue the conversation there. Go to gameslowmedia.com if you're listening to this podcast and uh, aren't can't click the link in the uh, the Twitch chat to uh, join the Discord. All right. That's our that's our news. We we didn't really have a lot of other stuff we wanted to cover this week. Uh, the holidays have made it light, so there's not a lot of other big news going on. But um, we did build up something special. I'm going to pass it along to Butterboy to uh, tell you what that is. All right, it is time for uh, what is this? The third edition of Gamezilla Prices Right. But you guys are joking. I went to eBay to look up officially confirmed sold items and Grim and Miggy are going to have to guess the price to accumulate the points to win the game. So I have found five items. Grim. I just want to confirm this is the third ever and I'm two and oh, right? So I just, I just want to be the undefeated. Oh, rub it in. Yep, it just wanted to rub make sure. Just okay, wanted, okay. I'm just, just clarifying. Okay. I oh, might, okay. I might decide to lose you know we'll see you know i have mm-hmm. to talk to cd project red first mm. this guy got hello games on my side so <laughs> so as as a change of pace this was a a recommendation that came the the last time we had this uh had prices right where i went to ebay uh i want i want to include I, w- I will inform you what the shipping is because I think it is important to know if it's free shipping Ooh. or if someone's paying $15 for shipping on, on a single game. It, it does factor into the price. So um, I am going to now reveal what the shipping arrangement is for the item. Rule change. I like it. 
Yep. Mm-hmm. Just trying to refine the game, improve the game. You're um, fixing the bugs. That's it's a good idea. Yeah, it's a good, you're a yeah. good developer, good publisher. That's right. I'm I'm bringing the prices right to to new heights here. eBay video game prices right here on the Games Little Podcast. All right, guys, <clears throat> are you ready? I'm the ready. first item. The first item available <clears throat> sold December twenty first. So what a day or two ago? When what day is today? I don't know. That's today. Um, That's today. Today's the twenty first. It was sold today. This was sold hours ago. This oh. was sold right Did before you we recorded the show. <clears throat> Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven <laughs> Xbox One X limited edition console with free <laughs> expansion and game included. Oh, it does no. not state. It does not state if the system oh. is used or new. Oh no, condition new. It does say condition new. Brand so, new. Brand new game and the DLC included um, controller, everything available there. This was sold an hour before we started the show today. Someone um, bought it. Someone did make this purchase. Can you tell me who Super bought Lars. it? Super Lars. Uh, I, uh, I do not have the name of uh, the purchase. Bummer. I wanted to make fun of them, uh, but I can tell you there were 39 bids on this. <laughs> so 39 other people wanted to buy it. Um, the shipping, $24.20. So we'll round up to say, you know, roughly $25 is what people are paying for shipping. As the reigning champion, Grim, you have the first guess in the uh, the price. I'd like to use a lifeline. You change the rules. I want to change the rules. I want to ask you a question. Okay. The price is right. There are no lifelines. Hey, this is the price is right meets who wants to be a millionaire now, okay? Listen, okay. Uh, what I want to know is the seller... Does this seller seem to be an individual or does it look like a company? And and is there do they have good feedback? Uh, I will not check the feedback, <laughs> but I will tell you that the name the name of the seller is Coffee Gamers. Coffee, Coffee Gamers. gamers. Plural yeah. though. You said plural, so it's not Coffee like Coffee Gamers. Yeah, interesting. Interesting. All right. Um, well, let's see here. The, the thing sold for three hundred dollars when it came out. Uh, because of a Xbox like sale, I think its retail was supposed to be four hundred dollars, roughly. Um, you do not need to factor in the shipping. I'm just gave you the shipping as a fact. I want you, yeah, to yeah, tell me what you yeah, think because the bid you're worried that the bid could be lower due to that fact. I understand that. Yep, I've bought enough off eBay that I've uh, I've I've played that game. Um, I'm gonna lock in my price at a cool. Mm. Man, three. It's brand new. I'm gonna go with three seventy five. Three seventy five. Three hundred and seventy five dollars is your bid, Miggy. What is your bid? <laughs> uh, <let's see. laughs> I thought you froze. I thought you froze. I didn't know what happened. The amount of mental anguish I put you put you through there. I'm never gonna go shopping with Miggy because we're gonna get through the register and they'll be like, uh, sir, that, that new shirt, okay, that'll be uh nineteen dollars and ninety five cents, and he's just gonna like blank out at the register and I'm gonna have to <laughs> throw a twenty at the catcher to get Miggy out of there. Uh I just love the way that he ended up sucking air in it that he like just paused for a second and the, the way he just sucked air. Aaron was just perfect. <laughs> it was perfect. Uh, his brain see. was cyberpunked on us. More than eight megs in his save my file, and he just crashed. <laughs> oh God, the jokes are going to be going for for months, man. For months, years, years. Oh, yeah. All right, I think. Oh, whew. 
All right, I will. Uh, I will go. Uh, let's let's do. Let's do uh, three eighty-five. Three eighty-five. Three eighty-five. He he snaked you out with just ten dollars <laughs> more in the he's bid. Le- he's learning to play the game now. He must have been watching Prices Right while he's been working from home. Uh, <laughs> the point is awarded to player one, Miggy. Four hundred and fifty-five dollars. Oh was the, the my god! Who wants to buy mine? Who wants to buy mine? Hit me up, Grim the Dino on it's eBay. Been t- uh, it's been touched by Grim, so that's yeah, got to be like six yeah, six hundred. Six hundred. Point point player one, Miggy. All right. All right, fellas, with uh, with the excitement of what may be the greatest television show ever made, The Mandalorians, uh, season two finale airing uh, just a couple days ago, I thought I would uh, find the closest related uh, video game material oh, and God. give us a bit on that. Uh, Star Wars Bounty Hunter for GameCube, <laughs> the game starring Django Fett. Oh, um, God. I don't need to explain who Django Fett is, hopefully. Um, it is complete in box. I would say the package looks like it's in appropriate shape for a game of its age. Uh, $3 of shipping was paid, and this was, uh, again, just a couple hours before we started recording. So uh, Star Wars Bounty Hunter on GameCube. Complete in box. Hmm. Good condition, used clean, as, it, as it's described. So, Miggy, you won the last bid, so you are the first bidder here. See, GameCube prices have been going up. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and throw it. Uh, let's see, let's say, jeez, it's it's bounty hunters. You know, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, <laughs> <laughs> he's really thinking about this. He's like, man, it's bounty hunters. It's Django Fat. The number one star of the prequel trilogy. <laughs> I like how you also like GameCube. Like I like how you also like GameCube games have been going up, and <laughs> which is like, yeah, good GameCube games have been. <laughs> <laughs> been going up. There's been like a, a few, like a, like a, like a, like you know, substantial amount. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say. Let's let's say seventy. Seventy-five dollars. Let's say. $75. $75. If this game costs $75, I'm pulling it off of my shelf right there and selling it on eBay tonight. Miggy, Ooh. was you this I, no, I, don't you don't have I to have say to, anything. I, I'll just take no, the he's point. Ma- his bid, then. Okay, yeah, you, you make you make your bid and then I'll ask Miggy his question. I might as well just say seventy-four because I know I can win this, but I mean, um Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna play the game of like try to actually hit this, and I'm gonna say this game with three dollars shipping puts it around eighteen bucks. You knock the three bucks off; it's probably a fifteen dollar video game. <clears throat> Miggy, I just have to ask: was your was your was your bid in pesos? Was your bid in yen? Like. In. 75 Canadian. Oh, okay. That's still an absurd bit. <laughs> um, Grim, Grim the eBay sniper. <clears throat> this game uh sold for $16.99. $16.99. So Grim with a great bid at $15. I don't uh, do so, well under pressure. Uh, we're tied at one of the $75. This game is terrible. <laughs> Shit, man. There's good, there's good GameCube games that still don't sell for 75 bucks. So. I love it. I love it. All right. All right, guys. <laughs> I, I just, I, I'm going to help make you out here a little bit. Just temper your expectations of what this is valued. <laughs> 
I don't want you getting too excited. All right. No helping the contestants, man. Come on. <laughs> Halo 2. One million dollars. <laughs> Item number three. Halo 2 limited collector's edition in the steelbook. Uh, it's it, it's claimed to be in very good condition. There is a little bit of wear on the chrome coloring on the steelbook, uh, but this was sold December the 18th, shipping $4.70. Grim, you have the bid. Halo limited Halo 2 limited collector's edition. Now, the limited collector's the edition Halo 2 was just it was just a steelbook, wasn't it? Like there, it didn't come with like a statue or anything like that, right? This is just the steelbook. Yeah, it's just a steelbook. Does it have the the clear sleeve that goes over the steelbook? According to the picture, no. Mm, that's definitely it's 70, just, just that's seventy five cents right there for sure. Maybe a dollar twenty five. Um, let's see here. And you said shipping was for what? Shipping was four dollars and fifty cents. Thirteen dollars. Thirteen dollars, Miggy. What is your bid? <laughs> uh, <laughs> one hundred Sonic coins. That I money, money. <laughs> Sonic coins too. I'm in Sonic rings. Rings. I can't even do it right because you got me so just screwed up. Uh, fifteen, fifteen dollars, fifteen thousand. Grim, what did what did you say? Thirteen. He's just oh, just just chopping me down at the knees, man. Just chopping you. Um. Again, I make up the rules, so we're just gonna play it how I play it here because I didn't prepare any backups. Typically in the Price is Right, if both contestants are over, no one wins. <laughs> um, no, what was it? So, um, God, Xbox has no it was, value it was, at all. It was eleven dollars and fifty cents. Jeez. Uh, so what we will do is, if it is tied at the end of the game, the point will be awarded to Grim for being closer. Okay, all right. But you fair. do not officially get a point here. Fair point. Fair. All right. <clears throat> Up next, Star Fox 64, authentic, complete in the box, complete with rumble pack in excellent condition. Um, I know this one really well. Sold on December the 21st, shipping $7.85. So, Grim, you have the first bid again. Yeah, so if we think about this one, um, I actually got my copy of Star Fox with the Rumble Pack. I don't know where I'm going with this. It means nothing to the eBay, but I did. I know the exact jumbo box that it came in here. Yep. With the Rumble Pack, complete in box. So it's got all the inserts and everything is what it's saying then. Complete. Yes, it's, it's, it's a very nice looking listing. And the box is mint. It looks crisp to me. It does not have the plastic wrapping. Um, you know, like the, like the rubble pack and the cartridge would come in the plastic wrapping. It does not have that, but it has everything else from my estimation of looking at the listing. Mm, I the want... contents of the box are removed for the listing. You see everything. Right, right, right. Yeah. Label on the cartridge is good. 
Yeah, looks clean. Everything everything looks collector ideal. Okay, how many pictures in in the auction have Slippy on them? Um, none. That's value, right? That's an extra yeah. six bucks for. Um, I would have to lock this in. I'm going to say. God, I think this is high, but I'm gonna go for it. Damn it! Super large stole it from me. Sixty-five dollars. I was legit gonna lock in sixty-five bucks. I'm locking it in. Sixty-five dollars. Oh, let's see. I'm gonna be that guy here, and I'm gonna say, "Dang it! I don't know which way to go." It's a tough call. Yeah, I don't know if I want to go higher or lower. (laughs) Super large says, "Say sixty-five (laughs) oh one." God, I hate you all. We have to go. Uh, it has to be in dollars, doesn't it? So, if... J- Johnny's saying eighty. Yeah, I ain't taking pennies here. <laughs> right, right. So, so I'm going to say, I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to say sixty-six dollars, Bob. Oh my God, he's literally playing it <laughs> like that. Literally Miggy's, playing like that. Miggy's playing <laughs> like that. The the point is awarded to player one, Miggy. Uh, it was sold for one hundred dollars. Wow. Okay. So the current score is two points for player one, Miggy. One point for Grim. Grim holds the tiebreaker if he can win this round. Our last item for bidding here on eBay prices, right on the GameZilla podcast. Sonic the Hedgehog for the master system United States version with UPC complete in box. Again, this is Sonic the Hedgehog for the Sega Hedge- Master Hedgehog. System. The Hedgehog. I like the Hedgehog. U.S. version complete in box with UPC, which whatever. I'm assuming that means that they're saying that because. I bet you the ones that came packaged with the system said not for resale. Yeah, yeah it does. Yeah. It's a uh, description in very good condition. Uh, some minor scuffs in wear, but in good condition. It was sold on December the 15th. Uh, shipping was free. It was sold from Lake Zurich, Illinois. <laughs> by the seller Game Boy 415. So, Miggy, you have the first bid here. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead. Gonna go ahead and say, uh, let's go. Let's go thirty-five dollars. Thirty-five dollars. Thirty-five dollars. Okay. Grim, the vote is yours. The bid is yours. I think this is an extremely rare item. Because of the barcode. It's similar to, like, example, uh, Super Mario World for the SNES came with every SNES, right? But if you have Super Mario World with a box for Super Mario World, like I do, it's all of a sudden a $200 game. Otherwise, like, the the standard version is like a $25, $30 game. I mean, I could. What what was the bid? Uh, Thirty five. Is that what he said? Mm-hmm. So I could. Mm-hmm. I could be. I could play Mickey's game all night long and sit there and say thirty six. Yeah. yeah. You know? 
Um, I get you. That's how you want to play it. It's an easy. Yeah, it, it's it's an easy win. Uh, you know, I get the tie, and then I get the tiebreakers. So you know what? Um, Butterboy, thirty six dollars. Lock it in. Final answer. I'm disappointed that you went that route. I personally am disappointed that you went that route. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Um, because I, I really wanted to hear an honest bid. <clears throat> if you want my honest bid, I'd go 176. Okay, I'm going to accept your honest bid as your actual bid. <laughs> Great, I lost. Because, <laughs> because, because <laughs> Mickey's bounty hunter bet he should have had his bounty hunter hat on here. <laughs> this game sold for $650. Holy shit. So it didn't matter Ooh. if it went $1 over or, uh, you know, $525 over or whatever it would have been. He would have been right. Uh, $650 for Sonic the Hedgehog for the Sega Master System. Wow. The Sega Master System did not sell well in the United States. I'm sure yeah. that with the barcode again, your logic there makes it very rare. There, there cannot be a lot of copies of Sonic the Hedgehog US version for the Master System. It has to be a rare game. So I, th- I thought that was crazy. I don't even know what made me think of looking that game up, but I was like, holy crap. My goodness. So, so congratulations, Grim. You are the winner. 3-0, baby. 3-0. Miggy, Miggy, Miggy put up a good fight this time. Miggy can, you know, good work, man. Oh, wait a minute. You got, you got the tiebreaker. Oh, he got the tiebreaker because he was I'm... closer on the one where you guys both went over. Oh, okay. I what established that was the tiebreaker for today because I didn't prepare more than five items. We need to refine your rules, sir. We need to refine <laughs> Nah, we ain't refining my rules. Yeah, we need to refine I, I stated that with the This is the snake court, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Miggy, <laughs> Miggy, if you weren't going dollar over here, dollar over there for your wins, Grim wouldn't have done that to you to take the win. You set I'm yourself mad. up. I'm not mad. I'm not mad you, about you that. Seem fe- you're out calling out <laughs> he my He stands rules. up, punches a hole in the wall. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. <laughs> Hands rules bleeding. Suck, I'm not mad. <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm fine with my rules sucking. I, I had a great time as the evil host of Price is Right. Well, that was it. Congratulations. Three-time winner, Grim. Three-time champ. Let's go. And that, yeah, that was that was that was Price is Right. My ass backwards version of gaming prices right from eBay. So again, how much? How much was the uh, the Sonic game? I might want to six hundred and fifty dollars. Did that already sell? Yeah, yeah. Uh, these, I these need were to know. I need you to message me when we're off off the recording here. Who bought it? Because I'm gonna have to message them off from eight fifty. Because I need that in my collection. <laughs> Man, stimulus, <laughs> stimulus money. <laughs> you do not need a, a barely playable version of Sonic the Hedgehog. Do you, oh, did you, do you own a Master System now? I know there was a point where I think you were going to buy some one off uh, Owl. Yeah, I have one. Yep. Okay. I have one nice mint in the original box. Minty. Nice. I need to see how much uh, Trombone is going for still. You're quite, right. Quite a bit. Quite a bit, I, I would imagine. Probably yeah. like... Probably like thirty-seven now. I know a uh, Co Veronica X for the uh, GameCube is going for like a hundred and twenty bucks. Yeah, game, you are you are right. GameCube games are like out of control, insane right now. So, <clears throat> all right. Um, well, there you have it. The price is right. Uh, season three is over, and um, we had a lot of fun there. Uh, like I said, like we said, we, there wasn't a ton of news because the holidays and everything, so we wanted to have some fun with uh, one of the one of the uh, one of the segments we know you guys really enjoy. So, um, Butterboy, thanks for putting that together for us. 
It's my pleasure. Uh, let's roll into a quick um, Zilla update. Our gaming moments of the week. Uh, let's go ahead and start with Butterboy. What's your gaming moment of the week? I finished two games this week. Calm down, because I'm a freak. Uh, I beat Gears of War 3, finished my playthrough with the glitch. Uh, so it's cool to have the original Gears trilogy in the, in the books. I really enjoyed them, and I look forward to moving on to Gears 4 that I should be playing through with 5 Mile Rick. Uh, I'm a Gears of War guy, loving, loving the series. <clears throat> I knew you would now, be. On to the, now on to the other game I finished this week. Oh, my God. I finished Halo Combat Evolved. Oh, wow. Both of those. I finished both of those games on the same night. I got wow. done with Gears, and I was like, you know You're what? You're still married, I, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yep, I still am. Everything's okay. good. Just making sure. <laughs> Just making sure. in the marriage. <laughs> so, I finished Halo, because I wanted to play through the Halo games leading up to Halo Infinite, so I have a year, and I've never really played Halo other than multiplayer. A year. We have a year, maybe two. Who knows? <laughs> Probably, probably the games like dreams is never going to come out. <laughs> It'd be finished before cyberpunk. So I, I, I need to put this out there. I understand that in 2001 or whatever, Halo was a landmark game. I understand that it is the godfather of shooters. It influenced the genre that dominated ever since and will continue to dominate. The first person shooter is gaming's number one genre. I understand that Halo did all of that. And I understand it was the game 19 years ago or whenever it came out. Playing it in 2020 was such an awful experience. I don't know if I'm ever going to play another Halo game. I almost uninstalled the Master Chief collection right then and there. I found the story to be uninteresting. I found I just played through the game and on normal. I felt so ill-equipped with with the health and the, the ammunition that I was given throughout the game that I was dying and repeat, die, repeat, die, repeat. I just kept getting randomly blown up by grenades all the time. I was not having a great time. I, the game picked up for a little bit for me. Spoiler alert. If you're listening, you've probably played Halo. I'm the only one that didn't. It was kind of cool. Once things picked up, like the story with the flood, I was like, okay, these enemies are a little more interesting, but in general, I was not having fun. And I found myself more frustrating. I enjoyed by playing the anniversary collection, the anniversary edition that I could flip through the 360 remastered graphics or the original graphics. Like that was fun to sort of see it from a historical context. And I was having like, I was frustrated. I just wanted to be done with the game. And then I got to the final mission of the game where you have to drive the truck through the exploding spaceship and get out. I don't understand how you design a driving sequence with a car that defies physics in every way. I understand you're in outer space, but the controls are so ass that I told myself I will never play the first Halo again. I sure as hell am not playing the second Halo game. And now I'm thinking of jumping to one of the later Halo games to see if they get any more interesting or more fun to play because I was so frustrated playing that last level I, I honestly thought I'm just going to stop and uninstall it and never finish this game, never play Halo again. I had such a frustrating, bad experience playing it. And I get it. It's a 20-year-old game. It's not going to be polished like a modern game. But God, was it awful. I'm assuming you were driving a Warthog? Yeah, I guess. It was the Jeep thing. Yeah, the Warthog is such a weird, like, it does handle really weird. And you have to drive it through your time. You have to drive it through like an obstacle course and do all these jumps and stuff. 
and you're just sliding into stuff, smacking into stuff, falling off edges. It was just ass, and it was not fun. And I don't even know how you ship a game with how that's how the final sequence of the game plays out. It wasn't challenging. There were multiple points in the game. It wasn't challenging, driving me to continue playing. It was frustrating and unfun to play. How many times I think the difference is they had no competition back then. <laughs> exactly. Like, and I understand that. And, and again, my rant is from a perspective of playing the game in 2020. It's not a disrespect of what the game was 20 years ago. It's just, it's not fun to play now. I'm sure I could go back and play a bunch of games from that era and go, not fun to play now, but for Halo, not you good. Do, you do have people I'm, begging you to play too. I'm uh, not playing too. They're begging you, begging you to play too because of huge improvements that they made on two. I don't know. God, I don't know. I'd rather skip to like three or four and just play something more modern. I just don't know if I can play two. I'm like I'm a, salty. I was like, I, my blood was, my blood was boiling. I'm a calm dude. And I was boiling. like, I was butt like, was boiling. In my butt. I was having rage <laughs> diarrhea playing Halo 1. It was not fun. It was not good. Uh, what if I played two? What if you... I played two with you? Is there like a online co-op mode? Yeah, I believe so. I don't know, man. I believe you can play. I, know, I, I, I honestly don't want to play it. Reach. Reach wasn't fun. I played an hour of Reach, and I was like, this wasn't fun. This was slow and boring. <laughs> I don't know. I want to I want to be a Halo guy. Like, I'm just like, Gears of War is the greatest thing ever. I'm all in, but I play Halo, and I'm like, this is like eating saltine crackers with mm. salt, with extra salt added. Like, I don't know. It's just mm. unexciting. When it comes did you to... have to make that last jump multiple times? Did I try to make that? I, no, I said, I did you have to? I spent, yeah, I spent an hour and a half playing that last stupid mission. So I had to, um, so when I originally played it, I kept repeating, there was a last jump, and when you jump, it goes right into a cutscene. So what happened was I would jump, and I would miss it, and I had to do it again. So I was at a point where I would jump and it looked like I was going to miss it. I kept reset, resetting the game to try and make it. So I just, I think I did about 20 or 30 times. And I said, you know what? If I miss it, I just miss it. And when I jump, it looks like you're going to miss it. But then it goes to the cutscene. I was so mad. I was so heated. I got, I got to a point where like the last thing is like you, you drive run barrel so you have to get out of the car and like mm -hmm. run the last little bit and i kept mm -hmm. getting blown up while i'm trying to run i was like why i know this is the last thing i have to do and just like <laughs> missile dead I, I can only take one hit it's ass the last second section of halo one is just digital diarrhea it's a terrible Jeez. segment digital diarrhea some um, pixelated poop yeah, I think when you when you compare Gears versus Halo in the sense of single player story game, um, there's there's no contest how much better Gears yeah. is. Uh, Halo Halo has so much success because of its multiplayer like concept. I don't I don't think its storytelling and and uh, just adventure adventure side of it is uh, nearly as strong. But at least in the, the music early. slaps though. Yeah, the music least, at Halo is yeah. dope. I was loving that. Yeah, yeah. At least in the early games. I, mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, it gets better as time goes on. But and Gears obviously didn't come out uh, well after. Yeah, yeah. Halo's. Gears was like seven years after the first yeah. Halo came out or something. So like again, I I get it. I'm I'm not I'm not comparing apples and apples with that. I'm just looking at marquee Xbox franchises. And one of them has hooked me and I'm in love. And the other one has me thinking maybe I just never play any of these games ever again. All right. That was a really good gaming moment of the week. 
followed by diarrhea moment of the week. So yeah. maybe we expect that from you every week now because you have lots of diarrhea. Um, but right. <laughs> player one, Miggy, gaming moment of the week, man. What do you got? Well, Thursday, I finished The Last of Us 2. Oh, God, I was there for that. I was there for that. You, yeah, you, you were. For like the were. last like 20 minutes. The, the last matter of fact, yeah, the, the you came, you you were there at the end, yeah, and you remember how I looked. You remember how I looked. I wasn't sure if you were like emotionally upset, like 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 I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you, I wasn't sure if something if somebody did had done you wrong in the stream, or if like the game had affected you, or if you were just so angry. And then I started to kind of feel like it, like no one wronged you in the stream, but I kind of felt like every other idea I had ball that up into one thing, and that's what you were doing. Yep, and add diarrhea onto that, and you, you, you got it, you got it. Like that game, that it deserves game. every, it deserves every award it won, right? Not every, not every <laughs> voice acting it deserved, the, uh, the graphics it deserved, the gameplay, like the action stuff it deserved story it did not deserve that was not the story for 2020 it was not the story for 2020 if i was down on my luck and i was just having a rough go and i'm like you know i'm gonna sit down play a video game this will make me feel better that will be the game that will push me over the edge and and just you know try and swing from ceiling you know with a necktie i mean that's just that's just what it would that game is not it was brutal. <laughs> it's twenty hours of rubbing emotional salt in your yes. Like it's it's a hard game to yes. get. Through. It is in it is emotionally intense. It left me feeling emotionally drained. Like yeah. I'm sitting here, I'm like, can these people get a break? I mean, everybody, whoever you play, Abby, you played as Ellie. I mean, neither one of them could catch a break. I mean, I understand. Like looking at it, I mean, it's it's the apocalypse. There's there's you got zombies, you got goons, you got things going. I I get it, chaos. I get it. But comparing it against the Last of Us One, the Last of Us One had these brief moments of 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 light. I mean, you had Ellie as young Ellie. You had the moments of like her curiosity, her discoverance of Joel showing her the world and the, the interaction that they had. And there was like genuine moments. Like I remember like the, the part when you when you were in, I think, the library or whatever, and you came across the giraffes. And that was like a beautiful, that was a beautiful moment. I mean, her reaction. I mean, and I think there was a couple other things. I mean, even from her not knowing how to swim and Joel, you know, you having to do things to rescue her and then her reaction when you were pushing her. Like, I, I, I loved it. Like, I wanted to keep playing that game to find out how the story would end. I mean, even it ended on a heavy note, like, wow. But you kind of saw Joel's perspective and like why he did what he did. And then they even addressed that. I was like, oh, see, that's why he did it in part two. But like in part two, it was just, it started off just like heavy. And then the fact that they kept having you play as the as the person that did the deed, I mean, it was just like I, I knew it was coming. Like I knew it was coming. I knew it had to happen, but I didn't expect to happen in the first few hours of the game. Like they disrespected like the main characters. I get it, vengeance. And you know, somebody did. You know, somebody. You know, you like a somebody. You know, just murk Loki and Thor. You'd go on the vengeance to kill whoever did that, and then they would go on the vengeance to get vengeance on. It was just a vicious cycle, like. I mean, come on. I feel like I feel like they should have Metal Gear Solid to us. That's just how I feel. They should have hyped it up, said you're gonna play as Joel and Ellie, you know, and then when you actually get it, you play as them for an hour and then bam, toss Abby in on us and it's an Abby game. And then to wrap it up with with you know the deed, you know, being done and you know, trying to see both persons point of view. That's how I feel it should have it should have happened, but it just 
I don't know. I feel like I, I was like my emotions, my heart was jerked around, and then things people just kept getting killed and dying. And at the end, it was just like I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I, so I watched felt... I watched the last twenty minutes, <sighs> and and I know a lot about the game as far as things that the stuff that happens in the game and blah blah blah. And I'm just that type of person that like. It doesn't matter if it's a movie, a game, a mm-hmm. comic book. Like I don't care. Like if it is going to play out in that in a similar fashion as to how this game played out, I'm just not interested because yeah. like because it's just like you said it in 2020. I don't <laughs> need a game like this to give me feels. I'm living mm-hmm. it already. So like I don't need some game that's just going to shit all over my life for a couple days and then at the end say fuck you and walk away like that that that's really what i don't need and so like i always think back to a movie that some people love and i just personally hate it arlington road was the movie that'll always stick with me as a movie that i was so just like wait what when the when the movie was all said and done i was like i want my time back like literally i just instantly (laughs) said i want my time back this i am so mad right now and like Mm -hmm. the fact that you can create something be it a game be it a movie whatever and 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 have that have that um express that feeling express that you know that situation that to have people um you know deal with it and, and accept it and process it and all that stuff is art and it is cool and it does deserve uh awards and things like that but I kid you not, man. I didn't watch most of your playthrough of that game, but unfortunately, and I w- I chose my word right here. Unfortunately, <laughs> I caught the tail end of it and literally had to go watch four episodes of The Office <laughs> to just say. try to blow my mind away from the fact of like, fuck that, dude. Like, I need to go to bed and I can't because it is just like, why? Yep. And so. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't Just know how be you grateful do it. you didn't you didn't come into the parts where they introduced the dogs, like the dogs, and they're like, "Go get them, boy!" And like the first time, like I got I got murdered by myself. Like, all right, I'm gonna you know defend myself. You know, shot a dog, and okay, Naughty Dog they do a beautiful job with games. They did too they did too good of a job with this. The sound the dogs make when you kill them sounds super, like I just I cringe. Like when I shot the dog and the sound that it made, I like stopped. Like it, sh- it should, it made me feel uncomfortable. So I tried to maybe, like, maybe if I did it quick, they wouldn't make a sound. I threw, I threw a Molotov on them. It was worse. <laughs> you burned those dogs. <laughs> oh God! Dude. I went with the arrows. I went with the arrows to try and put the dogs down silently and like mercifully. You, you lit that dog on fire. They were you coming lit at me. on fire. They were coming at me, and I was just so like. By the time I died the fiftieth time, I just said, "You know what?" Walked up behind the guys slit his throat and just ran to like a couple of to the exits a few times like i couldn't do it the sound that they made made me uncomfortable but uh yeah yeah i i and unstream like i deleted the game after the end credits wrote deleted the game installed persona 5 r so now i'm playing that to try and cleanse my 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 gaming palette yeah i'm just not one of those people that 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 type of that type of storytelling mm-hmm um is enjoyable at all to me like like it's it's that type of stuff that i have to stay away from just from like the mental like the like my own mental health side of it is like i don't like 
hopelessness. I don't like I don't like those things. That's why Walking Dead quickly fell out of my out of my watching as as things just like I started to realize that these people were never going to catch a break. And every season I was just going to watch somebody else that I started to care about as a character get murdered in some weird mm-hmm. way. And I just was like, enough's enough. Like I I'm tired of investing time into something just to get shit on. I'm looking yep. at you game of Thrones. Like it's the same <laughs> thing. Every time you got a character you, you like, they, they decided to chop his dick off, shove it in his throat and set him on fire. Like it, it just like, it, you know, like it's just things like that, that I have, I just, I'm sure. Yes. There are people out there that'll enjoy it. I'm not one of them. And so when people are like, you don't like, last of us or naughty dog and i'm like listen man all i'm telling you is that like i just can't, i don't play those types of games it puts me in a bad mood i don't yep. play games to get put in a bad mood then don't play halo one <laughs> i haven't played halo one since the original xbox but you had to wait 20 years and now your butt hurt that's a very accurate description of exactly <laughs> what happened <laughs> I still have a copy, the original copy for the Xbox. You want to borrow it? Uh, no, I, I own a physical copy of Halo 2. I got for $2 at a garage sale one time. Obviously, I never played it because I was like, yeah, I'll probably never play this, but two bucks, whatever. Man, yeah. I have the copy in the steel case. St- steel case, complete. In yeah, box. but you know, you know, yeah, you know, boys worth 11 bucks. Yeah. Uh, my gaming moment of the week is much more chill than both of yours. Um, I'm just going to say. <laughs> That um, I re-ranked in Rocket League, and I was really happy to in I ranked in Plat three and right right next to Diamond in threes and twos, and then but ones were it was really going to be that that rank that would show me if I've gotten you know continued to get better or not. I ranked in Plat one, Division four, and I was mad about it, so I kept playing, and now I'm and I actually kept winning. I'm now Plat two, Division. Or about to be plat three, so the fact that I could actually raise my my ones, my one v ones, or duels as they like to call them, whatever, uh, to the same level as my twos and threes, to me shows that like my progression is still is still there, and then I'm working towards being a diamond player no matter what mode I'm in. So that was pretty cool. Um, and then I just want to give a huge shout out to to all the the my friends. Um, and viewers of the stream because so many of you have come through uh, for the holiday and you know and shown me some some crazy just love from from just having amazing conversations to people like Dork of the Ninjas and and Snow Foxy, um, Super Lars, Abe, all sending me gifts. So I've you know and and I have I have uh, Butterboy will be really excited about this. I received four brand new disc golf discs. Oh, nice! Because Ooh. i i made a I made a friend online that is uh, getting into disc golf, and so by us just talking, they ended up wanting to send me some new discs by a, a company I had not heard of. That's actually a Michigan-based company. It's not disc MVP? MVP. Uh, MVP. Yeah, MVP. Yeah, those are very nice discs. Yeah. Yep. So, cool. so yeah, I got four new discs. Uh, I'm excited to try them. And but that was really cool. Um, Star Wars Squadron for Xbox. Uh, thank you so much, Dork. Um, Call of Duty Cold War from Super Lars and Snow Foxy. Really appreciate you. And then just having Merciless, Merciless, and and Stevo coming through with like un- unreal bit bit donations. You're all just. Un, like I don't I don't even get it. I can't thank everybody enough. It's just um it's been 
this is a hard week for me. And I think it's a hard week for a lot of people right now that maybe aren't going to be able to do the traveling or, and, and visit the people they want to visit. And I just want to thank everybody that talks to us about the, from this podcast, that talks to us individually as content creators and, you know, and really has formed a true friendship here. It's not just a viewer and a content creator. It is a friendship. And I just, am, you know, that's the one thing I'm going to take out of 2020 as, you know, something that's truly positive to me and has helped me get through this year um, is being able to meet these people and, and hang out with them and game with them and just uh, virtually, you know, create, create this friendship. And hopefully one day, the you know, when the world calms down, uh, be able to meet some of these people in real life, you know? So, yeah, that's my gaming moment of the week. Pax East. Pax East. Go. Fingers crossed still. <laughs> All right. But that's our Gaming Moments of the Week. We want to hear your Gaming Moments of the Week, and you can do that in the Discord. So if you're not part of the GameZilla Media Discord, join today. Click the link in the Twitch chat. If you're listening to this recording, then head on over to GameZillaMedia.com, onto the Community tab, and hit the uh, the Discord button right there. Jump on in and come talk video games with us. So we appreciate it. We, uh, we're definitely running long, so I want to wrap things up. And thank you for tuning in to Episode 3. 41 of the Gamezilla podcast, your last line of defense in gaming news. And that's the that's that's the beginning opening. I totally botched that. Um we are your elite free DLC for all your gaming news. And until next time, game on. Game on. Merry Christmas. And happy new year. Oh yeah, that's a really good point. We're not going to be here for that. Have an amazing holiday everybody. And game on. Man.